Peace, diehards. We're back again. Diehard state of mind, me and state. If you can see this thumbnail here, man, we're going to be talking about Ben Simmons. He got Kermit sipping tea. It's a lot to talk about with that. A couple other things, too, man. So without further ado, Dianics Podcast, let's go. Hey, Mr. State, what's up, man? I miss you, bro. <laughs> Yo, what's up, bro? <laughs> it felt like we we do a live stream in like three weeks. So I've been yeah. I've been watching the live streams you've been doing, um, and God up Nick's been doing. You know, I don't watch everybody on in, in Nick land, so I'm gonna keep it a hundred with that. Like I I might tune in from time to time, but I don't really watch everybody like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch I don't watch anybody. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't have time. A lot of times we, we all talking the same shit, man. So, I, you know, I'd rather keep my thoughts to myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Regular was like, yeah, the last time I think we, we went on was like a week ago, I think. Oh, possibly. Possibly. I think. Um, yeah, maybe before. sooner than that. Yeah, like a week ago. Yeah. Like a week ago? Uh, yeah, because we was on, we was on, uh, uh, my guy, uh, Aiden show. We was on Aiden show. Last yeah. Right. Right. yeah, we did Aiden, we did Guard of Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just say, yo, that that COVID shot, man. I took the second COVID shot the other day, man. I yo, I was telling us oh, stay off offline, man. That shit, that shit put me on my ass, man. You know, you know, I mean, it is what it is. We we gotta like New York City is forcing everybody to take that joint just um just so we can do anything in New York City, man. And it's gonna get to the point where we can't even go grocery shopping without that. <laughs> Now, now it's funny, right? Because months ago, no, not even months ago. Like even last year, when we first learned about uh, COVID, like at first, honestly, dog, I, I didn't really take it that serious. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't take it that serious. I knew it was getting serious when they hit like when they got to like February tenth, and like we was getting so many hospital cases that. They was they was given overtime out like literally just yo you want to work yo you want to stay you want to stay and it was or like it was so many people doing overtime like i knew like okay something is wrong here then you keep getting the people roll past on the machines now i'm like all right this is serious like i've never been a part of this before yeah it was getting crazy man at one point you know you know same thing i think everybody felt the same way it didn't really hit nobody until people really started like getting sick and you know actually dying and stuff but what, what hit me, man, Times Square was like a ghost town, you know, because I, I work for the city, whatever, for the day job and stuff. So, you know, we set up and we, we were standing in, in, in Times Square and there was nobody outside, not even homeless people, you mm-hmm. know, so it's bugged out. Oh, but I mean, you know, th- nah, go say, ahead, keep going, because I got, I got a story like that. Go ahead. Well, I was going to segue into into the whole Knicks thing with the with the mm-hmm. whole, um, you know, mandates and stuff. So, so like, um. Shout out to May 4th, man. That Nick Ewan, uh, Kevin Taylor, Eric L. Booker, man. I am Jarrell, man. I appreciate all y'all, man. Y'all, y'all here early, so I, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> but um, another thing that I knew it was it was serious, dog. Before we get into the whole next topic thing, I gets on the I, I gets on the train, bro. Right, bro. This is this is two in the afternoon, like two in the afternoon. Uh, uh what what do, what do y'all call it, like? Heavy traffic. What what is it? Rush hour. Rush hour. Yep. Bro, I was the only person sitting on the train, bro. <laughs> Yo, dog. Yeah, I was crazy. the only person sitting on the train cart, bro. And I look around like, all right, 
this is this is serious. <laughs> yeah, this is real right here, man. Yeah, we we all going through it, man. But I don't think anybody went through it as bad as New York City, man. It's just it's just a different different thing, because we, we always all be we like we used to be on top of each other. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for for nobody to be around is that was just bugged out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess you could segue that to 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 what we was about to get into the, the first topic. I guess you could segue it. What you want to get into the Ben Simmons stuff or the or, or the um. Let's let, let let's keep it on the the, the COVID subject to the um what Shams and these guys have put out today. I, I think that's um I think that's important, really, honestly. I think it's yeah, important. no doubt. Well, you know, basically, um, you know, just for New York and San Francisco, uh, players that are not vaccinated that that play in those those cities are not allowed to play home games, which is, I mean, that's that's kind of unprecedented stuff, man. I mean, I know New York, New York City and, and San Francisco kind of led um, the nation with with all this um, mandates and stuff like that. But um, I mean, to just like say, I mean, I guess I mean because everybody in the, in the city is going through that, man. Like right now, the only reason why that I vaccinated myself is because my job threatened everybody there to so stop firing people, because of that. <laughs> you know. And I'm quite sure you're getting it on your end too, man. Because um, you know, the nurses was were the heroes in the beginning. Now, now they, you know, they they're firing the same nurses that were out there, you know, you know, on the front lines this whole time. So it's it's, it's a weird time that we're in right now. <laughs> Bro, I told I told you that when it started happening, I think I, I I think I said it on Twitter when it started happening. Like, but I thought it was like I I, I thought it, I, I I didn't think that many people wouldn't take the vaccine. You get know what I'm saying? And yeah. then Sham Shams come out today. He talking about this. This follows the local governmental policies, meaning unvaccinated players on the Nets, Knicks, and the Warriors are not allowed to play in home games. That is huge news, dog. That is yeah. huge news. And I don't know too many people who do who watch the History Channel, but that sounds like capitalism to me. <laughs> Yo, it's, it sounds like a lot of stuff. Not, not not to get so crazy with the politics and stuff, but it it sounds bad. Because I mean, you know, without without get like I said, without getting crazy, man, what, what's stopping them from being like, "Yo, where's your, where's your vaccination card?" You know, just in the street, just walking around. Where is it? You know, you got to like show it just randomly, just like how they do now. Random bag checks in the train stations. What's mm-hmm. stopping them from doing the random, um, you know, vaccine checks? You know, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of crazy, man. I, I, I really don't agree with it, but I mean, you know, when 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 you're trying to trying to feed your family and stuff, you got to make decisions. You know, you you don't know if you're gonna regret it now or later, but you know, it it is what it is, man. Listen, man. I didn't want to take the vaccine either, or I'm down. <laughs> so I'm not gonna sit here and tell anybody else, you know, just put put some in your body, right? I, that's not what I'm here for. Or what I'm here to just say is that I only took the vaccine because I'm always around my family. I'd be around a lot of people in here. I didn't want to infect nobody in my family. And that to me was probably the safest way besides wearing your goddamn mask all the time. But who the hell wants to wear a mask five, six years straight? Like that sounds ridiculous. And then on top, and then FDA approved the vaccine. So it's not like I could really fight back from it. And then I knew a part of me knew months, like once COVID hit and they had the vaccine, a part of me said to myself, yo, my job is going to fire people because of this vaccine. So I might as well get this out the way now to at least give other people confidence and then they could be like, all right, 
I, I, I take it. And because nobody forced me. My, my job then for well kind of did if I want to pay my rent and, and feed my son <laughs> and, and, and feed my nephew, send my sister some money, then yeah, but you know, to each on each his own. Yeah, well, the FDA, I think for, for me, the FDA, once they, once they approved it, then it, it kind of made it, it's like an easier pill to swallow, you know, because at least, yeah. at least there's like a governing body that, that kind of like, you know, regulates all that stuff. At least they, at least they give them the, um, give them a stamp of approval, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you don't get that stamp unless everybody is the guinea pig taking this, um, this thing. So, I, you know, it's a lot, a lot of weird shit, man. But, you know, like, like but with, the, with the two cities, San Francisco and New York, there's three teams involved. So it puts the the teams, you know, to bring it back to basketball, it just mm-hmm. puts them at a disadvantage. So who are, who out of these teams are not vaccinated? Because according to the NBA player player association, they said it's like ninety percent of the league is vaccinated. So do we have any players on our team that's not vaccinated? And, and you know, it's crazy, bro. When you ask that question, dog, like, let's say Leon Rose is so smart, so I know he wouldn't make this public right make the players who's unvaccinated public because the backlash they would get just from like the new york nick fans would be crazy bro it'd be wild disgusting everybody got their own beliefs so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like sit here and be like yo man he's stupid he's stupid he's stupid that's not me but i think it's a good thing that they would keep it private and don't make it public because i don't really don't want these players to get um backlash like that but it, it it's tough like it's a fine line dog it's a fine line that they walk through we'll, we'll check um jay from florida just said if um uh, if um lebron was on um, vaccinated you know i don't i don't think i don't think he is i'm not, I'm not sure I, you know you're just guessing but let, let's say let's say if a guy at that caliber was like nah i'm not i'm not doing it but he plays for brooklyn uh the knicks or san francisco what do you do you know, let's say like Curry and these guys. Let's say if one of the one of the big stars is not vaccinated and they refuse to do, to do it, then Ooh. then what then what do you do then? Because it, it puts it puts the team at a disadvantage. You know, this is this is like unprecedented stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, and it's funny. Shout out to Jay from Florida. That's my yo. Shout out to you, bro. You always um support. So salute to you, bro. But that's funny that Jay brought it up. So <laughs> is Julius Randle vaccinated? Right. Because he's the best player on the team at the moment. Well, I think we could both agree on that. How would people look at him if he wasn't vaccinated? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that he is. I don't we don't know if he's not, but I'm gonna assume he is. Only because, you know, his kids, you know, his wife, you know, he'd be with his trainers a lot. And, you know, he looked like the type of guy that wants to lead. He, he looks He's a hell of a leader, by the way, better than Carmelo Anthony ever was. So I'm going to get that out the way. But he looks like a guy who wants people to follow him, to lead. He wants to lead. So I feel like he I feel like he got the vaccination. Braun, on the other hand, is a is a good one. Because now that now it's like and, and just what you just said, dog, if Steph Curry or, or LeBron, one of these dudes come out and it's public that they did not get the vaccine that's gonna be a big thing and then yo jay so let me piggyback off of this curry is very religious guarantee you guarantee you you he ain't neither now we're putting religion into this so dog let me ask you this question 
is Kyrie Irving vaccinated? <laughs> Yo, that I mean, that's I, that's the number one guy. I, I was as soon as you finished talking, that's the first guy I was going to mention. Because I mean, you know, you know, the Earth is flat and all this other bullshit that he that he likes to talk, man. I mean, that, I mean, that could be a problem. That could be a problem, but you know, not for nothing. Everybody's entitled to their beliefs and, and whatever. But if, if if it doesn't, if it's something that you don't want to do, then then it's possible you could walk away from the game. You know, at at the at the moment, if this is not something that you go for, uh, just to use that as an example, these these guys are broadcasters now. But Al Leiter and I think with somebody else from this that's associated with the with the Mets um, the broadcasting MLB team, network. yeah, the MLB network. They mm-hmm. they refused mm-hmm. to to get the vaccine, so they quit. You know, you do have the option to do that, man. So it, it, it kind of opens up a can of worms and stuff. But like I said, it's, it's only three teams. So it just it just puts these three teams at a, at a disadvantage should um, this type of thing, you know, you know, come come to the head here. Man, I, I know it's crazy. And shout outs to that Nick Ewan already shoveling dirt on Melo. Bro, I'm a Carmelo fan. Melo is one of the reasons why I'm a die, die hard Nick fan. I'll take a bullet for the Knicks right now. Julius Randle is a better leader than Carmelo Anthony ever was. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that too, man. You know, the, the, the problem with, with, with Melo, right? Everyone says, oh, but every, nobody talks bad about Melo. You know, Melo does this and they say he does that. You know, or buying guys watches and, buy, you know, paying for dinner and shit like that. That's that's just a – that's a good teammate. But when it comes to the basketball court and, and playing the game, Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony used to, used to break plays. You know, he don't want to pass. He's standing on the side with the ball for seven minutes, you know, for seven seconds in the, in the shot clock. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That that's that's all bad um basketball stuff. And also too, it, like um um this this is coming from an NBA legend, uh, Chauncey Billups. Ne- never never bit his tongue about anything. When you ask him a question, he give you an answer. He said that um basically that the Melo, if Melo had had like 20 and we won the game, he'll be pissed. But if he had 30 and or 40 and we and they lost, he'll be happy. You know, so that's the kind of guy that he that he was. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't really like 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 a like a team guy, he really was just kind of like, all right, I, I'm gonna do the best that I can to help help the team win. Now, if if I didn't have the big game, mm-hmm. you know, then I feel like I didn't do my part, you know. So that that was that was like the um that's what he, I mean, because I mean, like he's one of the the greatest scores ever played against. So he so he is the best option every single time you cross the the timeline. But when you're playing team sports, you can't really get it. I think he gets it now, you know, in his older age. You know, but at the time when he was in his prime, he 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 didn't get it. So you know? so let me just be a little objective here to defend Carmelo Anthony, right? I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. I don't give a damn about what Chauncey Billups got to say. I I, yeah. I I really don't care because when Carmelo Anthony, best point guard in New York, was Jason Kidd when he was 38 years old. So I don't really care about what Chauncey Billups got to say, right? When when Melo was in the Western Conference, he got to the Western Conference Finals. R.I.P. Um, Kobe being Bryant, but he ran into a he ran into a Hall of Fame, bona fide, top ten, top five NBA player of all time to some people. So I, I can't put all of that on Melo. I'm just the the leadership part. Like I could look at a guy and tell when he's a good leader and he's not a good leader. Melo is not a good leader. That's why appeal the a, a person watching the Knicks. You beg the Knicks to get Chris Paul. <laughs> and that still is mind-boggling to me to this day why we didn't amnesty Amari Stoudemire. But that's a conversation for another day, man. 
Well, I mean, they did that, and then they ended up getting Tyson Chandler. So the, oh. the Knicks was that's just like you know the slippery slope that we that we talk about, man. All the stupid moves the Knicks the Knicks made. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, I mean, um, you know, just just some Carmen Carmelo Anthony. You know, even though he did, he he was in a really stacked West Western Conference, but he did have a lot of talent too, man. So he he, sh- he should have been able to at least get to the Western Conference Finals. You know, be you know perennial like like title contenders at at that time because he, he even had Iverson towards the end of his career. Iverson was averaging still like twenty something at the time. Kenya Martin, Marcus Camby, he still had he had all these different different guys, man. He, he, he they, they should have did better. Definitely should have did better. So, damn, it's crazy how how we veering off the subject a little bit. We're gonna get back to the to the COVID topic, but I I just gotta defend Melo here real quick. Ah. <laughs> In the Western Conference, right? Oh. <laughs> oh my God! Let's let's go to 2008. In the Western Conference, you mean to tell me, Die Hard, and, and and these is Hall of Famers. You got KG in the West, Dirk Nowitzki, Duncan, Ginobili, Kobe. Like, what the hell did you want Carmelo? What what did you want Carmelo Anthony to do at that time? What? What could he do? Well, he couldn't what a, do nothing. <laughs> well, that's not that's not really the question. It's about about him being a leader. You know, is, is he yeah, a leader um, amongst his team? Not necessarily the competition that's in in the West. Just about mm-hmm. him being being a leader with, within his team. I don't think he ever was a leader. The, the leaders were, were um always, you know, Andre Miller. Maybe maybe even some of the other guys, the the lower level guys. They were they were more uh, uh, leaders than than what Melo was. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, I can't disagree with that. I can't. Yeah. Melo is is he is not, and he never has been a better leader than Julius Randle. You just gonna have to just right. state the facts. And, and just for Julius Randle too, the reason why reason why well the reason why I, I agree with that is that just um just look at the way we play. Julius Randle um you know um galvanized his team. You know, just um, just the way the way that he um works worked hard, and then you can see him during timeouts. He's he's there, you know, getting the guys together. They always talking, you know, all that stuff is is um. You you can say people say they're they automatically gonna say it's Tom Thibodeau, mm-hmm. but I mean on the on the court, Tom Thibodeau's not playing his game. You know, it's it's Julius Randle and those guys. So he was the one initially that that was getting the guys together. People are gonna say Derrick Rose and stuff like that. It takes a whole team, you know, of good of good players to 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 um, add to that leadership. But for for your main guy to 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 come in every night and play all those minutes and you know all that usage and stuff like that, he never got hurt, and you know just just some just the, the, the pulse of the team, he, he definitely was a leader for us, man. So so right, it's different kind of leaders, right? Now to defend, it's, it's crazy how we get into this topic, but the chat, it's the chat, dog. It's not even me. I want yeah, to yeah, yeah, I see them, man. They say I'm taking a whiz <laughs> on Melo. It doesn't just to say just because I say he wasn't a leader doesn't mean he's a he was a I'm saying he was a bad player. That that's 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 what always annoys me about with the with like the the internet and, and and stuff like that. It's like 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 even even like yo talk about this this um freaking uh, Kanye West album, bro. I think that shit is trash, man. It the is Kanye trash. West album. I'm a Kanye West fan. Yeah, I'm a Kanye West fan too. Like I, you know, from even from his earliest stuff and everything, every everything up to now, he's had bad albums. You know, you know, every, everybody's entitled to that. I, I can even go to Nas. You know, I I, I was on um Sims front um, front stoop, and you know, I just listening to the way guys are talking about Nas. Um, Nas is not perfect. He had a lot of bad albums too. 
mm-hmm. you know, but but th- but that doesn't mean that, that Nas is still not one of the greatest rappers out there. You know, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't mean that that um Kanye's not still one of the greatest you know artists that ever lived. But mm-hmm. this particular album, 2021, is noise in my ears, rattling in my ears, like ah, you know. I it just didn't I just didn't um it doesn't resonate with me. The it so, doesn't sound good to me. So please put this 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 comment that the Nick Ewan just put up. Now because I love what he just did. Now he set himself up, right? So this is another thing that I hate about <laughs> a lot of things on the internet, dog. I'm not a good fan. I'm a fair thinker. If you can't say Randall. Excuse me for cursing, but if you can't say he played ass in the playoffs, we can't have a real discussion because you're not being realistic. I gotta kill that man for what he played in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, I always say, right, Julius Randle, if you want me to give him the pass, I'll give him the pass. Ain't a problem. I ain't giving Tibbs no damn pass. I don't care with nobody. That 63 year old man. See, I don't want to switch the subject again. But that 63-year-old man let nasty Nate coach circles around him in the playoffs. So I don't I don't care about that. Randall deserved to get destroyed during the playoffs. He's a great player. Love him. He took a, 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 a discount. So I'm not here to slander Randall. But what you're not going to do is not state the facts. That, yeah. that's, that's what you're not going to do. Yeah, you, you can love you can love the Knicks as much as you want, but if we got an ass beat, we got an ass beat. Tom Thibodeau, coach of the year. He got our coach in the playoffs, man. So you got to say it for 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 what it is, you know. No, that's a yo yo. Um, speaking of, of the ass thing, you're always saying ass, man. So like, and then now you got the scrubs and stuff on. So I, I, I'm gonna start calling you proctologist or whatever, man. You know, you're you're the Knicks <laughs> no, proctologist. No, no. <laughs> See, you know that that's stemmed from. So my man, my bro Jag, my bro Jag from college. He went to um um Herkimer upstate. It's now uh, I think it's near SUNY Mohawk Valley or it's near SUNY Oneonta. One of them jerks. Mm-hmm. He used to say, "Man, that player's some ass." <laughs> so it just stuck with you? Yeah, it just stuck with me. Man. Well, it since we're on that subject, I, I gotta hand sanitize myself, man. Oh man, he uh, said he yeah. pulled out the hand sanitizer, man. Oh, man I had to get man. the air freshener too, man. Shit. <laughs> but, but um, back to the whole—I I know we went on topic real quick, but back to the whole like the, the COVID thing and and getting the vaccine and stuff you know i i just felt like it it's gonna it's it's gonna affect a lot of things right so let's bring let's bring it back real quick right you said what players on the knicks don't have the vaccine so those players can't play in home games at all right? right We're going to know who doesn't have the vaccine by who doesn't play home games, right? So I'm just – what do you think – how do you think the fans is going to treat that said player when it becomes public that they're not vaccinated and they're not playing in the home game, that they paid $200, $300 to go watch uh, you know, I mean, I mean, you you could just see it every, every time. Every time it comes up, even in your families and stuff like that, it comes up with your friends and stuff like that. It's always a hard right, hard left. You know, not so, not so many people are blurred in it, mm-hmm. but they, they either have a really strong opinion about it, negatively or positively. So mm-hmm. it, it's gonna be a mix of both, man. People are gonna really boo and be, act really act really crazy, and some people are not really gonna care. You know, so you know, it, it is what it is. But I mean, you know, 
it, it, it comes down to wins and losses, man. Because I mean, you jump, you you jeopardize your team. So no, so now somebody, let's say somebody on, on the team that doesn't want to do it. Now you like like now you put yourself in the spot now. So listen, yeah. I don't want to let my teammates down. You know, yeah. I don't want to let the franchise down. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to let the fans down. Even though I have this belief. So so bring it bringing it back to just just us as individuals. You know, I, I you know I, I feel I feel like I let myself down. You know, I feel, you know, I, all these different emotions. I'm wondering, like, damn, I should have did this, should have did that. If I was in a different position, I wouldn't even need to take the um vaccine. You go through all these different emotions and stuff like that, man. But at the end of the day, you know, you you kind of just gotta just gotta go with it, man. You know, th- this is this is not not really like like a time to really make a hard stance, really. Even though even though we should, you know, because you know they're kind of taking like your your freedom away from you with with this this whole thing. But um, you know, I I don't know. It's it, like like I said, it's it's just a spicy. You know, crazy topic, man. To um, to 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 tackle. It's all about that money, dog. And when yeah. you affecting that bottom line, you gotta go. That's what it yeah. comes down to. So, when they talk about stuff like you have to be vaccinated in order, in order to come to a Knicks game, you know, you have to be this to go to go to this place. You gotta be this. You gotta be that. You know, we. I think it's it's against our rights. I think a lot of people will say that, like, it's going against your will. But then at the end of the day, that's how they get us. Because it's like, we're not we're not Julius Randle. We didn't get soft 100 plus million just now. You get what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. we guys who are uh, working careers and we just trying to feed our families and stuff. And we ain't trying to really get into that whole get vaccinated, non-get vaccinated. So... I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy that they are going this route, just just to be safe. Honestly, um, keep them NBA players safe. And then shout out to Jay from Florida. He said a good comment here. I I think I agree with him. And the the only reason why I think the Knicks as a team as a whole, I'm just talking about the players. I think all of them are vaccinated. Um, I think one of the first people on the team to get the vaccination was Julius Randle. That's just for me. It's like I didn't read no tweets, no outside tweets. But that's what leaders do. When you want people to follow you, you jump ahead of the ball game and you do certain stuff. So, man, it, it's nice to see, man. It, it, it's nice to see that they're trying to take this COVID thing by the hands and, and, and strangle it. But at the same time, it's kind of tough because it's like, you know, sounds a little bit like communism. But I don't really want to <laughs> dig too deep into that whole government thing. Like I, I'm good on that. We we had four years of that. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a funny topic, man. Yeah, do you are you, are you gonna try to make it out to um the home opener this year? Or what man? Yes. Um, the date. And I remember you have a whole email y'all sent me, and I read the email, so I gotta get that date. When is the home opener again for the next? Uh, I believe the twentieth. The Knicks play the twentieth. If I'm not mistaken, we play on um, Boston on the twentieth. So you said Boston on the twentieth? Yeah, I'll be there. I'm off work that day. That's a Wednesday, correct? Uh, yep, that's a Wednesday. Yes, sir. I will be there, sir. I will definitely well, to be to, there. to throw it out there, Sim already got already um Sim already has on um, already did the whole pre you know you know. Uh, sign up for the for like the um you know to put deposits down and stuff like that. So I, I believe this there might be like 
uh, 15 to, you know, maybe like a, you know, about 15 people already um, have tickets already, you know, but putting the deposits. So Sim, I think he has like 11 more tickets to, to sell. So, uh, you know, he'll, he'll put a post out uh, later, official post with, with prices and stuff like that. But it's a good package. He, he's, it's going to be, um, it's not going to be a suite. It's going to be regular seats. Uh, the price of the last time he, the, that I spoke, that I, I chatted with him, uh, I said it's about going to be about 170 and a couple other perks too. Um, that he's going to do something be, before the game, um, you know, a couple things in, in inside the arena also. So basically, uh, your, all, all your favorite content creators that usually do that stuff, like you say, oh, shout out to Anthony Donahue, um, Nick's Omni fan, a couple other, other, other people that do it too. They're all basically going to have the same package, so it depends on who you want to roll with. So, so it, it doesn't matter if you roll with us, I, I'll, I'll be with Sim. You know, but you know everybody else that's out there that's listening. You know, just um, just get out there, man, because it was it was fun. Uh, two years ago when we when we went, every every Knicks fan, <laughs> every Knicks fan that was out there at, at the time, there wasn't so many content creators, but now there's a million of us now, man. So it, it'll be fun, man. So if everybody can get out there, that will be a good a good time. Definitely will be there, bro. How can I miss Kemba Walker first game in the garden? You kidding me? One eighteenth and fifth, Kemba. Oh man, that's gonna yeah. be a special night, man. I'm definitely gonna be there. Uh, I'm definitely going to send that, send that, that, uh, that money for that package. Uh, next paycheck. So that's like around the 15th, September 15th. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'll definitely be there. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mean to step on um Sims toes, man, but but Sims should should be making a post pretty soon. You gotta he gotta get the the link um set and all that stuff, man. So as soon as he does it, he's gonna make an official um video on his channel and all that other stuff, and everybody will be able to to get down with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think I think back to back to the combo at hand. You know, we well for people who just tuned in, we was talking about like being a leader in the COVID vaccine and, and and what Nick play if Nick players took the vaccine and you know we was talking about um Leon Rose and how I believe that Leon Rose is not going to make it public, um make no Nick player come out public about them not getting the vaccine or getting the vaccine. I think it's going to be unknown and it needs to stay that way because we don't need no, no flack from the media. You know, New York media is, they, they'll eat you alive. You see what the Mets players is doing. You, yeah. you see, you see they, they go like this to their own fans. And I'm looking at the Mets players like, I'm saying goddamn fans is paying $200 to watch you perform. And you stinking up the journey. Yeah, I don't like that, man. Embiid came out and said something bugged out too about oh, fans need to need to cheer and all that boring stuff. Listen, man, y'all gotta play the games. Don't don't blur that line. Don't tell us what to do. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like like it comes down to the money. Like 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 you said, the money for the for the tickets and this that, and the other. You know, so like if if you have money, you feel like you can say anything that you want to. But don't get it twisted too, man. We we we're not your pawns. You know, we we're not here. We're not we're idol worshiping you. You know, this this yeah. is a, a Knicks podcast. This is not. Not you know an idol worship podcast, you know what I'm saying? So yes. you know a, a lot a lot of these players they don't get it. They, I mean you know some some players I, I want to say like um like say like a Stephon Marbury or something like that. Those guys are real. He, he's still a diehard Knicks fan to this day, so he gets it. You know, so he would never like like um chastise fans for booing and stuff like that. But some of these some of these um players out here, I, I don't know what's up with them, man. They, it's it's got to be egotistical stuff. They it, they just out of touch with with the um. Well, reality when it when it comes to that type of thing, because I mean they're, they're not idols, man. They're, they're not gods amongst men. They're, they're just people. We enjoy watching them play basketball, and we talk about it just the way we talk. We talk about their salaries and all this other stuff. 
But um, you know, don't don't tell me what to do, fam. <laughs> and that way, it's like we we already getting forced to do mandates and stuff like that. Now now you're gonna tell me that, that I can't boo when when I get there, man. Get the fuck out of here. It must be crazy. Yeah, I strongly agree with that. Yo, I, yo, dude's just having an argument on the thread, right? So dude was like, you know, and, and I know we about to get to the whole um Ben Simmons thing. So dude was like, you know, oh, you know, the players is asking out. So, you know, they're damaging, they're ruining the companies and this, that, and the third. So when ain't NBA players human too? I mean, goddamn, we're treating them like, like, just like how they treating us, just like how you said pawns. Now we treating them like pawns. It's crazy, like how it's a big circle of finger pointing when it comes to like stars and fans and, and whatnot. But you know, at, to be objective, and we, I guess we could tie this whole thing in together now, right? Is look how the fans treat Ben Simmons, bro. Like, like bro. <laughs> Did you see that Philly fan? Uh, I forgot who posted. I, I think um, I think Savvy posted my posted in the, in the in the chat there. But um, let me I'm gonna see if I can find it while while while, while we're talking here. But the, this Philly fan was like, "Yo, man, fuck Ben Simmons. If he's on my team, he was going crazy." I'm gonna see if I can find it. Oh, I know, I know exactly the video you're talking about too. Yeah. And it, it, and, and 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 don't get me wrong, you know, us Nick fans, yeah, us Nick fans have gone through it all, right? Um, we haven't been to the playoffs. We've been to the playoffs four times in the past 21 years, right? Um, God we didn't cheer <laughs> for damn near every Nick that came through these doors. Once a Nick, always a Nick. I don't think I've seen a video of a person coming out of the arena and literally saying about one of their stars. Yo, man, F him, ah, ah, get him out of the city, ah, 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 ah. Matt, Julius Randle, he played pathetic in the playoffs. You didn't see not one video, not one video of a fan saying that type of wordage about Julius Randle after the playoffs. So at, at some point, you know, the NBA players can be right. You know, the fans need to cheer and this, that, and third and stop treating us like this. But at... On the other side of the coin, it's like, dude, you're getting paid millions. I work nine to five. I'm spending three hundred dollars on my my rent money to come see you. And you don't even want to perform. Come on, dude. So yeah, it's, it's tough, yo. Yeah, but that's the difference between Philly and New York. Um, you know, New York, we said fuck Trey Young. You know, because he's on the opposite team, but Philly's like, yo, he, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I got I got a queued up here, man. So it's kind of it's kind of ignorant, yeah, but um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it already, man. Oh, I <laughs> let me let me get it from the beginning. He, he was he was going crazy, man. But I, I feel get him. Ben Simmons, you fucking crumb bum. Get Ben Simmons the fuck out of my city. Hey, I don't want him. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. You fucking bum. Five point. Kevin Herter. I scored you. Who the fuck is Kevin Herter? Oh, oh my god. Yo, man, listen. If Ben Simmons on his team next year, it's gonna be a fucking problem. Oh, fuck this motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck a bitch, oh, Fuck a bitch, Motherfucker, man. Fuck out here. Try burn that shit. Try burn that shit. Damn, son. Oh my God, I had, to, I had to lower the volume so the nurses won't hear. <laughs> 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 Yo, 
Yo, Philly, man. Yo, we, we were saying in, in 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 that chat, man. Yo, Philly. Yo, they're a different breed of people, man. Now, you, you could be talking about anything. You could be talking about breakfast, like bacon and eggs and stuff like that. And they they and, and it can get to the point where you feel like you need to throw hands over over eggs and bacon, fam. You know. And this is just me to Philly, right? Philly, like y'all, y'all spoiled, y'all, y'all spoiled, and, 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 and this is why I say that, dog. They had Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson was like God to me growing up, bro. Tattoos, braids. He didn't care about what David Stern was talking about. He was talking. He was saying anything he wanted at press conferences. He was like a God, MVP, MVP caliber player. If Iverson came, if Iverson was on the Knicks, one MVP, scoring champ a couple years, 10-time All-Star, uh-uh. Do you know the 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 level he would be at right now? He didn't he doesn't even need a ring. But the way people view him, he's like a god. Now Philly had him, then you had the pro you got the process. And you was able to draft another MVP caliber player in Joel Embiid, and you had Ben Simmons. So y'all y'all been spoiled. Yeah, they had Dr. J. Not you know, they had Dr. J, Moses Malone, even the, the and and they had Charles Barkley too. Charles Barkley actually played the last year that um that Dr. J was on the team. So they, mm. they had their share of good players. They even had Wilt Chamberlain, you know. Well, I think he was that was like San Francisco. But just for the franchise, they had they had a lot of a lot of players over there, man. But Philly is different, man. I see, um, you know, this is um Jarell. He said he lived right outside of Philly. I got family in Philly, man. So yeah, I, I know I know what it's all about. It's the energy is always like that, you know. The people they don't, you know, even though you like, I forgot what you said. You said something in the beginning. You got to watch it, you know. You know, what I'm saying if, if a Philly fan, you know, see you in the streets, that they're just gonna freaking like stole on you, man. They're, they're yeah. different kind of people over there. It's pressure, man. Pressure, but. Let's let's not get it confused though. New, new York is the hardest place to play. Like I think the I think being a New York Knicks is probably the hardest uh, 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 spot in, in sports. Yeah, like with professional the, sports. yeah. Um, because the Knicks haven't won a championship in over fifty years. That's the first thing, right? The second thing, the media is so tough. Now I'm gonna give you an example. You got the Mets players crying, and this is why people love Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, I read an article where Derek Jeter said, well, if I if I was the fans, I would boo me too. You know what that sounds like? A goddamn leader. That yeah. sounds like a person who understands what comes with being a superstar in the New York City area. This is why I love R.J. Barrett. This is why I, I love that kid, man, because poker game face – and you know he's going to play hard every night. It's, I, I, it, it takes a certain type of dude to play in New York, man. I'm still surprised. And um, before we deep dive into the whole Philly subject, Julius Randle, right? He was so bad last season. But there was Nick fans still defending him. Like, we, people were still defending him. There's Philly fans who've been watching Ben Simmons for years. And they say, yo, he's pathetic, he trash, trade him, this, that, and the third. There was people fighting with me, diehard, to not trade Randy after after the season he had last season. So that's how you know it. the fan bases, 
for these two te- two teams is totally different, bro. Yeah. Totally different. But if I could compare Ben Simmons to to Chris Tapps, you know, as soon as Chris Tapps said he didn't want to be on the team, be like, "Fuck you, bro." You know, see, <laughs> you know, see, whatever. So I, I think, I think it's that's kind of like the same energy, you know, between between um Philly and New York. You know, you know, Philly with with the verbiage and the energy that the crazy energy. I don't think Knicks fans would have been like that. Well, New Yorkers is just like you know, you just dead. <laughs> you know, you dead mm-hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? Go, 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 do what you're gonna do. I, I don't think I don't think Ben Simmons could um could could um I don't think he could recover if if he did that in New York. Just for the simple fact, like you said, with the media and stuff like that, the media would have been going crazy if, if he was talking about, oh, I don't want to even go back there, and he's not answering text messages, all that petty shit. You know, I, I just don't think that Ben Simmons could ever come back from something like that if he, if he was on the Knicks. And the, it, it, that would have destroyed the Knicks franchise too. And let, let, let's go even further, right? So now, you know, Ben Simmons, he's in trade talks. I guess we could talk about that a little bit, but before we get into that, like if we would trade for Ben Simmons or not, you know, it's blame to go around everywhere, dog. Yeah. Philly is was behind the eight ball once they fired Sam Hinkie. And I'm gonna go to my grave saying that if they would have kept Sam Hinkie, they would have they would have won a chip already. So you fired a guy who started the culture, even though the culture was losing, but you fired Brett Brown, you fired and Adam Silver. This is on YouTube, brother. You fired, you got Sam Hinkie out of there. You bring Colangelo, whatever his name is, then Colangelo had secret Twitter accounts. He got caught for having burners talking about his own team. This is the president now of your team. He gets caught with burners. He gets kicked out of the door. Then you bring in Elton Brand. Elton Brand, Darhan, he's one of the worst GMs I've ever seen. Yeah, he's, he's a joke. He's Steve Mills-like. Like, like he, and that's scary that he's Steve Mills-like. And this ain't a bad roster. The Philly roster is not a bad roster. And I got one more thing, Darhan. And, and, and this is the main thing. If Julius Randle I'm bringing him up because we view him as the best player on the team currently. If he was to ever say something like, you know, we had a, we had an open, we had a wide open layup, but it was only, it only turned out to be one point, you know, and a missed free throw. And I think that was the turning point of the game. That's Joel Embiid throwing Ben Simmons under the bus. And then he tweets, a tweet earlier talking about, oh, I love playing with Ben Simmons. Man, shit, go shove that up somebody else's ass. So <laughs> you say, you know, oh, um, that that layup, you know, we didn't win the game. That was a turning point. And then Doc Rivers. Now, if Tibbs was to ever say, if they were to ask Tibbs, is R.J. Barrett a, a, a championship caliber starting shooting guard? And Tibbs say, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel I kind of feel bad for them, man. That, that's that's like a crazy situation. That's Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers always shoots from the hip. Always tells you, you know what, what he's what he's feeling at the time. Whatever he's always hard, and he says something like that, man. It, it's it's if that was here, if that was here, you know, we none of us could survive it. You know, none of us fans, nothing. We couldn't survive it, bro. Trade trade the whole team. Fire the president. Honestly, that's a that's a that situation is so delicate because if you trade Ben Simmons, 
Matt, let me ask, let me shoot this to you then. You think Joel Embiid is it? We I think we both believe he's a championship caliber player. Yes, but do you think Bigs, particularly Joel Embiid, can be the a leader of a championship team? Can Philly win a championship with him as their guy? Well, I always have a problem with having having like um like your enforcer as as your leading scorer and stuff like that because who who protects the enforcer? You know, you know what I'm saying? Embiid is the is their toughest guy on the whole on the whole roster. And I had the roster up just now. There's there's nobody tougher than Embiid. And he's the one that, that's going that's getting attacked all the time. And who who has his back? There's nobody on that team that has his back. So that that I don't like. But you know, to put it back on the on the Philadelphia's um, you know, team or whatever, the the um the leadership, they they needed to have been building around him. Ben Simmons is not the guy to put next to Embiid. You know, Tobias Harris is one one thing, this this and the other, but they should have been traded Ben Simmons. If you if if Embiid is the guy, 30 point a game scorer and this that and the other, you need you need to figure out a way to to um to protect them, number one. You know, and, and number two, um put pieces around him that this that's really gonna um do something. And so like having a point guard that's um as tall as he is and, and um he, he's you know, like like he choked, he was afraid to score. He was missing, he was blowing late like um like passing off layups and all kind of stuff. And um and he can't shoot so I mean that I mean so a, a poster player inside um is gonna be looking to throw the ball back out you know so if Benson is there and he can't shoot you know and when it comes to the fourth quarter the guy can't shoot free throws and things of that nature what the hell are they doing? So so for me, I disagree with you because I felt like Philly should have built around Ben Simmons. So this is just for me, right? And B. I can't trust his knees. He's by a lot of injuries. That and this is another thing. Firing Sam Hankey specifically. When you have Jeremy Grant, Christian Wood, or or, or, or Robert Covington, right? JJ Reddick with Ben Simmons. When you had that collection of talent with Ben Simmons, you were supposed to keep that, right? Yeah, I agree they, with that. They messed up originally for trading for Jimmy Butler. That's what really messed them up. They should have never made that trade. As you can see, when they made that trade, Ben Simmons started regressing, right? Now, for me, I would choose, I would build around Ben Simmons over Embiid because I just don't believe in championship big men. Unless you're like Giannis, who could play all five positions, Giannis is just a freaking nature. You can't. Giannis is... It, I can't even compare Giannis to Joel Embiid because Giannis would never sit out of a playoff game because his stomach hurt. So they they two different type of cats. But it, it, for me, I would build around and I would build around Ben Simmons before I build around Embiid. I would trade Embiid, like literally trade him. But Ben Simmons, he's not. The fans don't love him no more. And then once that happened, it's like it trickles down. So you're you're looking on Twitter, you see Philly fans dissing um Ben Simmons like he's some bum destroying that man i'm like god damn i wish the knicks did have a guy who made first team all defense who since he was in this in his second year in the league he made three straight all-star teams he made two all defensive teams i i, I, well, I don't know bro that, that's why it's so important for uh, for, uh, for us to be winning you know it, it comes back to back to that like um mm -hmm. it's, it's important for the knicks to win because it that this this could be rj barrett you know, down the line, this could be this could be like um, it, it could get to the point so bad where we're not building and we're not trying to win. It, it could get to the point where RJ Barrett is going to be crying or whatever, or Julius Randle. It could it could cause that rift within our team if, if we're not trying to win. 
So I mean, I, I agree with you with the with the whole Ben Simmons thing. Like they they, they need they needed to uh, make a decision on who they want to run with. If they if they wanted to run with MB, they should have got rid of Ben Simmons. But if, if they if Ben Simmons was the guy, they should have got rid of MB because it's two different styles. You know that, that that's that's why they're in, in the position they are now because Ben Simmons is now stuck playing a style of basketball that's not really you know helping him helping his game. And Embiid is doing the same thing. They play, it's like they're playing two different games. So that that's on management for for not um you know uh you know just doing a better job of, of, of um, building up the roster. If I can add what you, what you was uh, mentioning with, um, with Giannis, uh, they built their roster around him. You know, they, they had, they had their, their trials and tribulations with different players and stuff, but they went and got uh, Drew Holiday was, was like the last piece they needed. But other guys, they had the, the, the Lopez brothers there. They had, they went and got PJ Tucker. You know, th these are guys that, that are going to protect um, Giannis. Giannis is not the one fighting anymore. You know, usually yes. it, it was just him by himself. Now you got other guys fighting. It, it, imagine if PJ Tucker was wasn't um, there to fight Durant. You know, then it would be it would be Giannis fighting Durant, and and Giannis already conceded to, to Durant that Durant is better than him. You know, so he already got him in his back pocket. You know, so you know the the Bucks did a good job. Even even getting Bobby Portis, and um, you know Middleton is there. All these different players are, are guys that that are, that are put perfectly around, you know, Giannis. Giannis can do what he does, and all the other guys can fit into their role and do what they do, and they all protect Giannis, and it and it works perfectly. So that that's that's what Philly went wrong with with, with all of this. Yeah, yeah, man. But but for me, the, I think I think Ben Simmons and, and B is a good parent. I think the other pieces around those two specifically. Is is the issue with the roster? I think they're a good parent, parent for me. And shot, I forgot who put up a good. Somebody put up a good uh uh comment. Oh, right here. Shout out to my guy Greenhouse. Philly peaked with Jimmy Butler. Now, Greenhouse, just for you, Philly was supposed to win the chip that year. That year they were supposed to win the chip. That Kawhi Leonard shot. And I was watching it at work, and it, it mean it, I even said, "Oh, yo, yeah, that was an all timer right there." <laughs> yeah, that was that just pulled all the air right out the balloon, man. That 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 shot. <laughs> you know, at the, it was so bad at that point. That's when they should have made a decision there to okay, listen, we need to do make wholesale changes here. Yes, you know, and then yes. that's what it because it went downhill from there. You know, they went downhill from there. They they basically let um Jimmy Butler go for nothing. They they didn't really replace it, and then they really like. You know, I'm I'm looking at the roster. The roster's good. I mean, Seth Seth Curry they got lucky with him playing the way that he's been playing. Danny Green is a bum. I can't stand him, but I mean, he still kind of does whatever he does. Tobias Harris is playing a little bit above his head too. Mm -hmm. You know, the the roster's not necessarily that 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 good, man. They, they got a lot of a lot of young guys, a lot of um, injuries they had. But I mean, like like you said, that Jimmy Butler thing. As soon as they got, as soon as um that Jimmy Butler ever happened, they they was all downhill from there. Like, I'm gonna put it like this. James Dolan. This is why I look a, a, a little part of me. See, I, I love James Dolan. A little part of me, I love James Dolan. If he had Embiid, Simmons, Jimmy Butler, and Tobias Harris on this roster, you think he'll give a shit about some luxury tax, bro? You think we? You, you think we'll be having a conversation about luxury tax? That's the thing. They, they should. They should. They should go. At that point, you, like at that point, you, you're you're a title contender. You, you you need to just let it rain. You know, make it rain. Whatever needs to happen, happen. Get whatever you need to get, and just go hard for it. Listen, I'm under the mindset. 
I, I always say this, like, I'm on R.J. Barrett's timeline. I'm not on nobody else's timeline on this roster. I'm not on not Randall, not Tibbs, not none of these guys. I'm on R.J. Barrett's timeline. Jason Tatum is 20, 23. He still is not viewed as a championship number one option. He might be. I think he can be. That's just for me personally because he's a guy. I will give him the damn ball to close the game for me at any time. I will give him the ball. But he's only 23. It took Giannis eight years to get to this point. So just for me being realistic, I just feel like we're not going to be at that point until it's about 2025. So it, when I look at 2025, I look at the the – the length that Leon Rose signed all of these contracts, and I look at Julius Randle contract, right? He signed for four years. He has a player option for 2025. Do you know how many NBA superstars is free agents in 2025, bro? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, you know, at this, you're talking about R.J. Barrett's timeline. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk, we, we're also talking about rookie extensions and things of that nature, too. Yes. So, I mean, you know, you put the nail right on the head with the way our contracts are situated. We're yeah. situated in, in such a way that, that that we are building, we are on RJ's timeline. It's, it's not not even like like a guess. You know, it's like like blatantly, you know, we, we signed guys to these two plus one contracts. Julius Randle is a free agent at, at, at one of the best free agents, um, um, you know, classes coming up. So the, the Knicks are forward thinking at the same time, you know, trying to win for the for the moment too. So all, all that is important, man. The, the Knicks are putting on a clinic, and I, I feel like it's not said enough in, in, in all these different um, you know, um outlets and stuff out there. You it needs to put some respect on Leon Rose um and everybody that that, that they're doing it. They, they they're doing a great job. We're we're winning now. Whatever our contracts are all beautiful, that we that we can keep this thing rotating. And, and you like you like I said, you put the nail on the head. We're looking forward to 2024, even though we we're building it for now. That is an incredible organization, you know. And mm-hmm. we, we can say that we're not without capping, you know. And you know, don't get me wrong. Like Evan Fournier, they, they ain't gonna scare nobody, right? Like Kimber Walker, <laughs> no need. It, it really ain't gonna scare nobody, right? But at the end of the day, we're building towards something. We can identify who the young core is now. We're not having conversations about, yo, 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 dog, man, I need this young guy to play because he needs some minutes or I need this guy. To... We're not having those discussions no more. We can identify who's the young core, who's the vets, who, who's the who, who's the, the best guy on the roster, who could get better. And it's fun. It's, it, it's just fun for me to know that my my bas- president of basketball operations is not Steve Mills, and he will not trade first round picks just to trade first round picks. So now, to 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 segue that, oh man, if you got any, you you got anything else to say before we segue well, that? I'm I just gonna add add this this um just they making RJ Barrett happy too. Because RJ Barrett can't can look down at his career from his rookie year up until now, even going forward down before he gets the extension, he he can never say that the Knicks didn't try to 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 uh, or or cater to him, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, KP was saying that they weren't catering to him. That's why he wanted out. RJ would never get to that point, even though RJ is not that guy. But just to, just for the for the attention that the the to detail that the, this organization is given, uh, this particular player, you know, um, when when it comes down to to the money time, when when he gets that money. 
um, everything is just going to be beautiful. It's, it's, we're not going to have the same situation that Philly's having, you know, or the same, like you said, Steve Mills. We're not going to be on that Steve Mills bullshit, you know. It, we, we, it's all all positive vibes at the, at this point. Man. It's, it's like I said, it's you know it's everything to be happy about, man. And you know, it's it's crazy how Philly fans are so damn spoiled. The Knicks haven't, and this for everybody in the chat. The Knicks haven't re-signed a rookie that they drafted since Charlie Ward. That's 1994. Philly re-signed both of the Evergreen. Evergreen, you're a great fan. I love fans like you. You're a good fan. You stay a good fan, Evergreen. Evergreen has an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) He's a great fan. The Knicks haven't re-signed the rookie since 1994, Charlie Ward. You have me saying bonehead garbage like let's resign Frank for four years, 40 million. Right? I had you say that. No, no, no. I I, I say we uh. have both people, bonehead <laughs> people like me. Because I've said that before. I can own that garbage take, right? Yeah. And Philly drafted and be resigned them. You drafted Ben Simmons, you resigned them. You don't even treat your young stars equally and fairly to the point where it's like you know the city of brotherly love now ben simmons want to leave and that is kind of disgusting because if we we drafted rj eight years from now say candy man say candy man's man we we just <laughs> yeah that, that's that's an all franklin lakina thing man oh oh that's a Frank. <laughs> that's funny yeah. you, you know Say we draft the RJ. I don't want to end up like Philly, bro, in like five, six years from now, where one of our, our youngest star is pissed off that the organization and the oldest star is capping online. Just straight cat. Oh, I love to play with Vincent. Get the fuck out of here, Joel and B. Stop fucking lying, man. Yeah, how how many number one picks did Philly get throughout the years? Remember, um, what's what's that what's that dude? Um, the William, the Williams guy, he was a point guard, he he won rookie of the year. Um, Michael Carter Williams. No, he yeah. went. I think he went a ninth or eleventh. I don't really remember, but he peaked his rookie year. Yeah, he peaked his rookie year. But I mean, mm-hmm. when when you want to talk about like um, uh, developing players and trying to build around guys and building the culture, uh, you know, you can go down. There. I don't know if it's bad luck or, or whatever. Even Noel, Noel. Um, they then then they went and drafted MB right after that. It's like they they have no foresight. They don't know what they're doing. They just kind of just doing anything, hoping something sticks. And that's not the way you build a franchise, you know. That that's the way the reason why they they having these problems now. And that's crazy because, you know, you bringing out Nerlens, and, and and Ben Simmons, you know, Nerlens used to have an agent that Ben Simmons has now, clutch agent Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I want to ask you, Dar, how do you how do you feel about? How can I put this? How do you feel about agents? You no know, dictating stuff like this at the moment. Do you feel like Rich Paul is in the wrong for for you know supporting Ben Simmons and saying the stuff that he's saying right now, or do you think he's right in what he's doing? Well, I mean, you know, agents agents are, are, are like they like I don't, I don't want to say snakes, but they like very slippery serpents. You know, you know what I'm saying? They they're gonna do any they're gonna do and say anything to protect their clients. Uh, the number one shout out to David uh, Falk. He started all this bullshit, you know, back when um back in his day. Well, because he, he basically 
Um, he he was representing Ewing, I believe, and all the big stars. David Falk was the was the um was the guy, and um you know they'll do anything that they they in their power to to boost the value of their of their client because you know that's the money coming back to them. So mm-hmm. the, you know during his time everybody was getting max contracts. Kind of kind of reminds me of now how everybody you know all the all the major stars were getting max contracts. Even guys that didn't deserve it was getting max contracts. I mean, so you know it is what it did. They 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 just doing their job, man. They they're doing the best that they can to. To get as much money for their for their client as, as possible. All right. So so then you know, shout outs to that Nick Ewing. And and this crazy, bro. Like Philly is so spoiled. They had Markel Fultz. You could have had Jason Tatum number one. That's who I would have took number one. You always this is my rule for drafting. You always take the wing before the big or the point guard. I don't care what nobody you take the wing, bro. You take RJ. I take RJ. I will not. I'm not disrupting the timeline. I'm taking RJ over John Morant and Zion Williamson every single time because he do not depend on athleticism to score and he plays defense better than those guys and he can shoot. But it, it's crazy. They got the number one pick Philly multiple times. Nothing to show for. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Marco folks. He, he played for he played for Washington. Washington was trash in college. They didn't even make the, the um the the tournament. They didn't even make the tournament. So uh somebody like that is supposed to be the leader of the other team and they didn't make the tournament. That should have been a red flag right there. Something was going on there. So I mean, I mean, like, you know, it's very rare. Somebody like like Damian Lillard, uh even Scottie Pippen went to like a, a little bullshit school. It's very rare that like like players from, from BS schools end up, you know, becoming superstars like like that. So I mean, you know. You kind you kind of need to go with the with the blue chipper. So I agree with you. He, he, they probably should have went for for Tatum or something like that rather. But I mean, it, you know, th- these guys are not making stupid decisions uh, by accident. They're doing that shit straight on purpose. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Prove it year in year in year out. <laughs> that's that, that's why I find it I find it funny about Philly that whole Philly situation. I just hope that the Knicks don't get to that point. So. Shit, we've been there with <laughs> 20 something years, bro. We've been there already, man. So, yeah. would you trade for Ben Simmons? Hell no. Okay. Why? Um, for our current roster, you know, he doesn't do nothing for us. Like, who 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 will we trade Philly? Because Philly, Philly could take players from us and they'll 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 be fine. But mm-hmm. you know, what are we giving up that that's that's worth taking Ben Simmons that's gonna make us better? Mm. You know, that's that's what I'm thinking about it. Cause I mean, if if we bring Ben, let's say, I mean, we, we're talking about salaries and things of that nature, right? So, uh, are, are you trading Julius Randle? Are you trading Rand? Or are you trying to RJ? Who are you trading? Cause Philly got to get something back from you. It can't it can't just be on draft picks. That's not that's not how it works. You got to do salary for salary. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, who who are we giving that 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 um that that's worth just only getting back Ben Simmons? And you know what? It's it's a tough situation now. I'm not giving up Barrett. I'm not giving up Randall. So now it comes down to what do Philly want to do? And this is why I said to you a couple of minutes ago, or if I didn't say it, dog, if I'm Philly, I'm trading both Ben Simmons and I'm trading Joel Embiid. Because yeah. it comes down to this, honestly. What do you want to trade package for Ben Sim- for Ben Simmons? Because you're not getting equal value. No. You're not going to get equal value at all. So if you're not going to get equal value, then what what's left of the roster after you you know got Embiid there? So 
you want to trade Ben Simmons for Kaminga, Andrew Wiggins, a couple of first-round picks. That ain't enough to beat no goddamn Brooklyn Nets. And I hate the New Jersey Nets. Excuse me. I, I meant that I called them Brooklyn. That's a disrespect to Brooklyn. The, the New Jersey Nets. They ain't beating the New Jersey Nets. So yeah, then it's like, if you trade, you trade Ben Simmons, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, what are you doing at that point? You know, see, that was a problem with the Knicks. The, the Knicks got after '99. We probably should have did something about that. We should probably, we probably should have uh, broke it down and, and tried to reinvent ourselves a little bit. But we, we, uh, we kept Ewing way too long. You know, you know, it, we we kind of disrespected Ewing too. We traded him for like garbage. You know, and, and that just set that's that is what set us down the path of destruction. But um, you know, signing Allen Houston and stuff like that. These are mistakes that we made that that set us back for twenty. You know, up until this point. You know, so Philly, Philly is in his in a spot now. They got they got MB where where he's just at his peak right now. You know, what I'm saying Ben Simmons is going through his his problems stuff like that. Right now is a perfect time to hit the re- just throw everybody out the window. Everybody out the window. You know, what I'm saying just restart this this motherfucker and then you know go back to drafting terribly like you've been doing the last few years. Right? <laughs> so and, and Sam Hinkie is an excellent drafter, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to that McEwen, y'all. I appreciate you. Yeah, he's like the quickly. all-star today, man. That yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's bugging. We send quickly, albeit anyone but RJ Rand. Now, that Nick Ewan, you're not sending quickly and Obi to a team with Joel and B because and B gonna be like, I don't what the hell is going on here. I want to win a championship. He can't win no goddamn championship with no quickly and no Obi topping. This is why I tell Nick fans, bro, real quick. This is why I tell Nick fans. We're still two years away from being two years away. <laughs> well, I mean, it's salary too. You can't. You got to trade. We got to be able to trade salaries. Yes. So OB and quickly is not. It doesn't match Ben Simmons' salary. Nope. You know, you got you got to think of it that way too. You know. And and it's like the the, the perimeter defense would be amazing. By the way, it, it it would be amazing. Like you got you you try to make this trade. You get you got RJ. You got Ben Simmons. You know, Julius Randle, he has his moments, but the man, because he can stand up, he'll fight on defense. Now that Thibodeau is here, he's going to fight on defense. He's going to have to fight for his life on defense because who was scoring on that that team with Ben Simmons after we done traded half our offense? (laughs) But, you know, it would be a nice perimeter defensive team. It would be a nice team. The problem, though, is it's just the makeup. Um, I I I don't think... Our roster makeup right now is suited for a guy like Ben Simmons. I want the ball in RJ's hands. I want the ball in Julius Randle's hands. If it, I want the ball in Kemba Walker's hands. I want the ball in Derrick Rose's hands. Uh, pause, but it's not enough balls to go around. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's, that, it's that simple, man. It, 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 and we don't have the contracts to, to, to match salary. And shout out to Greenhouse. You sound like one of them good fans on Twitter, right? Greenhouse, there's no team in the NBA that has taken a Burks Noel Fournier trade package. So what you need to do is whatever weed you smoking, you need to send some of that my way. <laughs> Yo, I mean, his name is his name is Greenhouse, so I'm quite sure this motherfucker smokes a lot of weed. He's funny yes. too, man. He's a funny dude in the comments. <laughs> Yo, speaking of funny, made it fourth is funny too, man. But you know, Vin Baker was younger, but Vin, Vin Baker was also a functioning alcoholic too, man. 
you know, when he when he got to the Knicks, it's not like he was an all star. He, he literally was like, you know, like you know, about to be, uh, um, you know, selling his ass for for uh, for a bottle of freaking, um, you know, while I was rose or whatever the hell he oh, was drinking. Man, oh man, man, that whole Philadelphia situation, it, it's mad funny. But I'm I'm with Ben Simmons on this one. I'm not with Philadelphia on, on that one as far as the organization is concerned. Just like what I said before. When your head coach say you're not a, he doesn't know if you're a championship point guard. That's a slap in your goddamn face. And, hey, and it's time Thibodeau, to go. If was to ever say, I don't know if R.J. Barrett is a championship shooting guard. R.J. Barrett is gonna want to fucking leave. Yeah. And that's disrespectful. Yeah, I, I don't well, want to be a part of that. Well, Doc Rivers and Tom Thibodeau, they're from the same school. They're from the same old school, whatever. So uh, Pat Riley, all these different guys, whenever something was going on, they'll throw a subliminal message out there. You know, so so for him, for, for them to ask him that, that question, he he knows the question, but he, he gave that answer back because he knew the reaction that was going to happen. He don't want Ben Simmons on the team probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Pat yeah, Riley used to do the yeah. same thing. He used to say yeah. little smart shit, you know, to the media just to get the media. Oh, and then that would start the firestorm to get this guy out of here. I don't want him on my team. I, I want to see if we can get something else for him so that, that could be that could be in play too but you know ben simmons is within his right to do all this stuff and he, he probably you know uh for somebody to sign he just signed a contract so this is the leverage that, that he had listen i'm not going to show up so if you don't trade me i'm not i'm not going to play so you know you got you got to do what you got to do to for your own career bro I, seeing coaches like doc rivers makes me love tom Thibodeau, and i still hate tom Thibodeau at this moment um, Tom Thibodeau would never, ever, ever, ever say something like that. If nah, Tom he Thibodeau could lie good for Frank Lillikina, dog, he, and he could, he lie, he was lying real good, right? He's like, yeah, we could use our situations for defense. Ah, ah, like he knew what to say. He was massaging the fans, though. He knew what to say. But Tom Thibodeau would never throw one of his players under the bus like that. So when players talk about Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau go to the bat, go to bat for his players. He's screaming at refs for his players. That, that's the one that I will give Tom Thibodeau. He looked like a guy who's not a player's coach, but he looked like one of those people don't judge a book by his cover. He looked like he got some hands on him too, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I'm hanging out, I want Tom Thibodeau sitting right next to me, man. <laughs> Something pop off. You know, you know that big that big motherfucker. He's gonna he gonna be throwing the mitts, man. You know, you already know that shit already. <laughs> oh man. And I knew Doc Rivers was overrated years ago, man. He lost me some money, man. He lost me money when the Clippers was up 3-1 on the Rockets, man. And I remember that he lost me a hundred dollars off that bet, man. So I do not like um Doc Rivers. Matter of fact, Doc Rivers been losing three one leads, and I don't know if a lot of you know this, but he lost a three one lead with Tracy McGrady. Yeah, Orlando. <laughs> I know you know, but a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> and I think he got the record for most three one leads lost in NBA history. Yeah, you gotta you gotta talk about it, man. Again, you know when when he coached Boston, they only won one championship. You you would think when we talk about that history, you would think they won like three or four championships the way they talk about it. But they won one chip because things came together at the, at the right time. But when it came down to making match, you know, making uh, making um, decisions, you know, to, to uh, you know game managing and shit like that, and and putting your team in a position where where the uh, franchise knows uh, where to give you your help, you know, he, he he's just not that guy. Doc Rivers totally overrated, man. Overrated. 
I, I, yeah. I, I could, I could. I can't deal with the whole um Doc Rivers thing, man. The, the, just watching the whole Philly situation and how Ben Simmons want out. I guess we both agree, like we wouldn't trade for Ben Simmons. He's not a fit for the Knicks. Nah, just the money wise, just it doesn't work. It doesn't really yeah. work. All right. So we both agree that you know Ben the Ben Simmons trade is not a good trade for the Knicks. But at the same time, we gotta look at guys like RJ Barrett, and you gotta be you, you gotta thank God that we got the management that we have now because I do not want to be in that position where it's like fans is choosing between players. I, I hate that. That's the one thing I'll give to you and others when y'all talked about Frank Nilakina fans specifically. Y'all hated the fact that Frank fans used to pin other NBA players that's on the Knicks and used to put versus each other. So I, I, I'll give you that. Yeah, I don't like the infight, man. I mean, you know, you know, Frank, you know, the, the numbers, I mean, like the guy was in the league for X amount of years, man. The numbers show. It's, it's not like that the, they were like purposely making him not play well. You know, it's like the numbers are proof. And then look right now, not not one team signed him. You know, the, I mean, we, we're like weeks away from training camp. He's not signed to any NBA roster right now. So what does that say? Yo, um, what's the name? Everybody's favorite point guard, Alfred Payton, is signed to the Phoenix Suns. They went to the Western Conference Finals, and the the, the first free agent pickup was the, they said, "Yo, let, let me get Alfred Payton over here." That's what they said. I mean, that's life for you, man. Sports, <laughs> sports, sports is a, a deadly is a deadly job, man. They will eat you up, spit you out, man, with the quickness. You see what happened? The homeboy who said that. Racial slur on during the bubble. Homeboy oh. that was on Portland. He said that racial. We're not going to repeat that. But if you know, like how we know, that man, yeah, you haven't heard, heard his name since. And it was Myers Leonard. I'm just going to say, my it was Myers Leonard. And if you're an NBA fan, you know what he did. You know what he said. But you see where he's at. You don't hear about him anymore. Where man. is he? <laughs> He's like, poof, he's like gone, you know, never to be seen again, man. Mm -hmm. So if the NBA don't want to want you a part of their league, they'll find a way to get you out of there. They, they will find a way. So, you know, those guys who who's on the Knicks right now, man, just, you know, put all everything we just talked about in perspective. Like, I love that. I love this group that we have together, like this collection of players that we have together. Um, it doesn't seem like the COVID vaccine thing is a problem with our Nick players. They just thank God that it's not. And I, I'm interested to see moving forward, man. Uh, come on, man. Yo, that nigga, <laughs> yo, he's on fire tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's like the MVP, MVP yeah. of, the, of the podcast today. Fire, man. But, you know, I, I'm just happy for our team right now. And I hope that all of these players and Hope all these players get vaccinated, man. I, I I hope we don't have to go through that during the season. Cause can you imagine before we get out of here? Like, can you imagine that hard? I guess we could talk about the we could talk about the the top ten shooting guards like next part. All right, we, yeah. we can do that for another part. But can you imagine a Nick player not getting vaccinated and he didn't play in home games? Bro, you know what Mark Berman and these dudes gonna do, bro. You mean, we're gonna have a podcast talk about why this player didn't play at a home game. Yo, the, the articles are already written already. 
It's already written. They already, they already got the article written, and the, the editor's ready just to, to do little yeah. edits and send that shit right to the to press. They already they already got it already. Oh man, they already so, know. So it's tough, man. It, it's tough. Doc. I just hope we don't gotta go through that, bro. I, I really hope we don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they're gonna try to mask it though, because I, I mean, here's the thing too. Like like in order in order to get to um in order to get the second vaccine, it's three weeks. You need you need, you take the first one, then three weeks before you get the next one. You know what I'm saying? So you know it's the stuff like that. So that you know people when people got COVID um last season, they, they didn't say they had COVID. They said oh they got to go through um you know COVID protocols or whatever. They didn't say that he was sick or nothing like that. So they're probably gonna do the same thing. So like if they don't play, they're gonna say oh um you know they're gonna be doing COVID protocols with X X Y Z player, whatever man. But I mean you know like like I said that with that three weeks thing, I think there's gonna be like a little time period you know that that um. You know, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I, I'm just not looking forward to it. If if it is a situation like that where we got to deal with that media bullshit, man. Oh my god, bro. That, yeah. It's it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. That could be something that could really like hamper a locker room a little bit. Um, this last thing before I get out of here, like, like I know, uh, my guy that Nick Ewing was playing, but, um. A part of the reason why Cam Newton was cut was because of that, that not getting the vaccinated. I, yeah. a, a part of that, that was a part of the reason because you can't count on him. When you're starting quarterback of your team is out for a week, you can't even you can't even game plan next week. So that messes up your season and that messes up your bottom line. And at the end of the day, Cam Newton should be more responsible. You know, you should want to take the vaccine. I got a little issue with Lamar Jackson about that, but that's a that's a story for a whole other day. And it's crazy because both of these guys are African American. <laughs> that's what's crazy. You, you, both of y'all are African American and y'all quarterbacks in the NFL. So listen, man, that vaccine, man, is more to it than what we're saying. But it it's it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny what happens. This NBA season and how the NBA like navigates this whole thing, bro. Yeah, not for nothing. The NBA's kind of been the leader of this whole thing too. The, the way that they handled the bubble, they didn't really have a lot of problems with it. So I mean, you know, from that standpoint, I, th- I think the, the NBA has done a good job for that. But you know, the potential for it to get real crazy and ugly, and for like politicians to get involved and all that stuff, it could get real stupid, especially oh, in, in New York, man. Especially here. Man. I just don't want to hear the bullshit, man. Man, I'm just praying to God that that that, that the subway system ain't flooded. <laughs> yo, I'm yo. People are sending me pictures and stuff, man. That like um, the, the subway system is is flooded right now. I oh my God! So I gotta hurry up and get out of here because I might have to take a whole cab. <laughs> yo, man. Um, I'm quite sure the FDR is, is is messed up too. Oh my goodness! People don't say that. Um, <laughs> salute to you, man. Um, y'all know where to find us. Um, Dahar, man, my guy, Eru, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, this is Dahar's state of mind. I don't even remember what what number this episode is. So this is episode 20. So this is the 20th episode. Um, I appreciate everybody in the chat, man. Greenhouse, you're definitely right. I've been inside this whole time. So I'm about to go outside and see what the hell it really looks like. Yo, I'm looking at it right now. Somebody sent me a video on 28th Street, man. I don't know if anybody can see it. Look, water coming down the steps. <laughs> You're going to have to walk home, bro. <laughs> or get yo, you a boat. 
salute the Nick Nation, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Peace, y'all. Thank, thanks for thanks for coming to the game. Dire, dire state of mind. Good stuff, man. As always, Mr. State. Yeah, next show, though, we definitely going to talk about the RJ Barry and um, the whole uh, top 10 shooting our list. But I appreciate you too, man. Ero, man. Everybody, man. Appreciate y'all. Hadouken, Bodega Wafa, J Firm, Iron Jarrell, Greenhouse, Nick for Life. Man, I, I appreciate all y'all. On uh, uh, May 4th, uh, I appreciate y'all, man, for tuning in, man. When we first started this, I don't know about for you, um, Dom, but when we first started this, OG, what's up, OG? How are you, man? Excuse the luck, brother. I'm good, I'm good. When we first started this, it was only like two people watching the show. <laughs> yeah. Started, so I really appreciate all y'all coming through, man, honestly. But yeah, yeah dog, let me get look, your head falls. Yeah. Yeah. So wash your hands, bro. Wash your hands, Mr. Ass man. <laughs> all right, yo. All right, yeah. I'm out of here, brother. Yeah, peace, man. Yeah, before you guys get out of here, I just want to thank you too, man. You know, there's been times throughout this this whole experience where I've been doing these podcasts that I've been sitting here talking to myself. So now we we at like what 1,300 something um subscribers now, man. So I appreciate you guys with all my heart, man. You know, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason to get to put my voice out there. Is it something something different? Uh, meeting great people, man. State stays um uh, becoming one of, one of my one of my guys now. So it's good, man. Shout out to everybody. Like 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 um State said, Greenhouse made it for all you guys, man. It's, it's been a great great journey, man. We we're not done yet, man. Oh, season open is coming soon. Hope to see you guys at opening day, but you know. Like I'm gonna, like I always say on the podcast, four fingers to that forehead, tucking the thumb, salute. See you guys in the next one, man. Peace.